And we're live. We are back. ASAP Weekly's back. Rocket League is back. Everything's going good. We're back with the same three people we've been having for the past couple weeks. Uh, our regular, always, always here host, Wabbits, is here as well. Yay, I'm still here. Hi, everyone. Uh, our temporary, but sometimes not really temporary anymore, but we keep switching his name. Combo is back. Back and more beautiful than ever. More oh, beautiful than it ever. Could, it's not possible. Although Weird. I don't know. I, I wouldn't know because he hasn't sent me the pictures yet. Um, oh, true. And then, and then uh, I'm your host, Flash. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, so we have a packed show today uh, with some fun things. The first thing we're going to do, mm-hmm. guess what? Did you, did all of you guys know? That uh, we have friends now on Rocket League. Did you know? Wait, what? Yeah, no. We have no. friends. It's not just us? It's not just us. There's friends. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so Psyonics announced that uh, they are finally introducing a friends feature so you can party up and play on the ladder system. Like, if I'm p- putting my food in my mouth here, just like stop me at any moment here. Wabbits <laughs> or combo. Okay. But essentially, okay. we finally, is it finally here? Is, is the. <laughs> I, I'm I pretty think it's sure. Here. I think it's here. We, I think it's here. We finally have the ability so that if you're on a different uh, uh, platform, you can play ladder together. So oh. exciting! That's that's, that's really amazing. it. They they like yep. they introduce like oh this is all the fancy features blah blah blah. But like we already had that in Steam. Like that wasn't the problem. The problem was we couldn't play games right. Yep. And uh, combo, you can talk to this because one of our players is a PS4 player, right? It's the most annoying thing in the world. Yeah. Not anymore. Not, Not anymore. anymore. <laughs> uh, I believe 19th, February 19th is when it's projected to be out. Yep. So uh, keep an eye out on that. All right, moving right along because we're not wasting any time this show. Right? We're keeping it going. Ooh, we're keeping it flowing. Okay. We don't know where we're going to stop this show, but it's going to keep we our show. Um, <laughs> so we we got... So we had an interesting experiment originally. Actually, well, Combo, you're going to enlighten us in a little bit if this is the case. Uh, but originally, um, our Brock esports team wasn't going to be able to compete in the new TESPA season that was announced for spring. Um, and so uh, myself and Wabbits, uh, just for fun, we said, hey, like maybe we'll take one of the players and we'll try out. Um, and so we had a pretty fun, uh, you know, I guess, uh, session on ladder where we we're playing against some champs. Um, mm-hmm. And it was some fun times. Uh, and so we did get a good replay, and Combo, being the coach he is, did take a look at it. But Combo, I was going to ask, uh, are you going to be, uh, you know, playing this weekend or not? What's it going to be? Uh, it's it's still uh, kind of up in the air. I'm going to be It's still up Toronto. in the air. So yeah. the Brock oh Esports main team, all right, poaches our best player, Wabbits, all right? Uh-huh. And this is what we get. We're still up in the air, <laughs> undecided, you know, undeclared, no contracts are signed. I don't know what's going on anymore. I should have, you know what I should have done at the beginning what? of the year? Sign all of them to exclusive contracts where I could uh, <laughs> decide who plays. I had the overruling notion. I think that's all I had to do. All right, you, and then you could have done it. You could and have. And then you we would have forced Volts to play with us because that would be hilarious. Oh, that would have been amazing. That would have been literally coming off of the week where I said that he doesn't want like play with people lower than him. Yeah, I know. Volts forced by contract. You can feel it, Volts. I don't know. I don't know. I, like I want to meet Volts one day because I have a feeling like he comes off a little arrogant. You know, I don't know if that's the uh-huh. case in real life. Talk to that combo, but 
it's uh it's it's maturity he he is he comes off harsh right away and then as soon as you kind of break through it you're you're fine we we had a good conversation this weekend at land which we'll get to but uh yeah, we'll one of our that. new players had just met him and was had a bit of a sour taste in his mouth for him just from first interactions and also kind of found him arrogant and as soon as yeah we actually got to spend a weekend together they they got a lot closer and it's now, okay like, it's okay he friends. saw he saw my diamond one and he was like posh about it i was ready dude i was like you know what it was <laughs> It was good though it was the first time i uh you know last last time i was motivated to play a lot and rank up so it was good you know all i need yeah i think i need once a month the vols just tell me like you suck bud all right i just need that and i think i'll i'll surpass them i think that <laughs> that's the motivating factor and i'll still uh, say that you suck bud he'll still say yeah no i want to pass him and then hits him to keep telling me you know that you suck that that's that's the new goal all right i've changed my goal all right the goal isn't to go pro in two years all right the goal is to just have beat volts at this point all right he thinks anyone higher than him sucks as well like we played Lucidio the entire time he's oh like he's so bad he's so bad yeah this is amazing it's perfect yeah. this yeah. is the goal all right. And we were playing like 2,000 MMR guys, and he's like, they're so bad. They're awful. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you're like 300 MMR lower than them. To be honest, uh, you know who uh, – we'll talk about it later at the, uh, when we talk about it. I'm not going to get into it right now. Ooh, I'm throwing sentence. all the shade today. All right. Um, so that's a foreshadowing uh -huh. for the later talk. I'll throw some shade on Secrets. We'll find out in like what? Uh, some Ten minutes? Amount of yeah. Minutes? All right. So, okay. uh, no, but we had MD, all right, um, who was a season three GC, all right? You know yep. what? So combo, he was GC before you were GC. Get out of here. I what? I was platinum in season one, and I was GC in season three and four. Nah, he was GC before you, dude. I <laughs> don't care. It. It's confirmed. <laughs> Flash said it. It's done. Flash Wait, said this... it. It's the it's the case. He was he was yep. GC though. That is Ooh. MD. MD was GC before. You didn't know that. You mean Dave? Yeah, yes, Dave, Dave was GC. Ah. Um, I wanna, I'm, I'm gonna look up his RL tracker. I'm curious now. Yeah, but to be fair, he did say that he did benefit when they switched when they're switching the systems. Yeah, um, so. but he made it, and that's all. But he matters. did make it, and he can put it on his thing if he wants to. So, yep. um, yeah, that's that's a thing. Um, In other words, he's better than us. He's better than us, and definitely the hottest free agent right now. Not combo. All right, uh -huh. so uh, let's 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 bring it back in a little bit. Um, so MD went over a replay that we played with him and mm -hmm. it was myself, Wabbits and MD. And, uh, so, uh, the first thing is he, we're going to go over the tips, uh, that he gave to me, then the tips he gave to Wabbits, mm -hmm. um, and then combo as the real coach, uh, is going to look like, talk about those things and then anything else he saw. Cause he just looked over the replay as well. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Like a plan. All right. So, uh, the first thing he said about me um some boost management optimizations all right so he was saying that sometimes there's no need for me to really be using boost on every flip um mm -hmm. since uh you know maybe it wasn't as pressing of a situation so i might have been like boosting back but like the ball wasn't even, like you know what i mean like mm -hmm. where i'm over and uh, mm -hmm. i do remember while we were playing you did say uh, many times i, I said no it boost. once during the whole <laughs> session get out of but here but you were thinking it the entire time no! I was, I was conscious it. and I was working at it better. There was just that one time I didn't have, literally did not have a chance to get boost because I was busy like last second saving every shot. All right. We were get, all I, Get out of here with this. Get out of here. Dave had, had boost. You didn't. That's on you. Nah. You know what? All right. I'm over that. Anyway, 
I think I did quite well with boost management, though, but there was <laughs> a couple instances I could have done better. Um, <laughs> he did say what he liked from me. Uh, I boost down during aerials, all right, so I can get mm -hmm. down faster. Um, but he also said about. that um, when I'm flying towards the wall, uh, I need to make sure I'm kind of recovering in a way that my car faces where I want to be going next a little more. Because mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you notice on some shots, I wouldn't do that. Uh, Wait, before we continue, how have we not gone over this in Beginner's Corner? Just that, uh, like, Sorry, covering? this is... Wait, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop <laughs> the tape, stop the tape. It's currently Beginner's Corner. All right, keep talking. <laughs> um, so this is like one of the most important things for recovery. If you're in the air and you're heading towards the wall pretty fast, you want to turn your car upside down and then put your wheels on the wall and your nose down. That, that's about it. You yeah, get, get uh, the fastest way possible down, and you're good. Yeah, and or, you recover fast. Yeah, or like the, uh, I think there's some situations where you might want it sideways if you're kind of. Of course, if you're going to chase the ball after chasing, you get yeah, a Yeah, if a you're hit. still on the wall, but I think yeah, in general, you're kind of trying to the most find the most optimal way to hit the ball and then land in a way that you can get right back into the play. Um, mm -hmm. And I think in general, practicing that is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, uh, I like, I would love to just in general cover uh, recovery as a beginner's quarter sometime in the future. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, that was something I, I really focused on myself early and luckily has been a skill I think I've kept ever since. Yeah. Um, one of the things, one of my better strengths, I would say. So I'd love to chat about it as a like as in a different podcast in the future for sure. Yeah, um, so I'm gonna keep going, but that's definitely something as a beginner uh, you can always recovery is good to work on, right? Even when you're yep. just practicing shots and free training. Um, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you can literally practice an aerial or shot or something. And if you're about to hit the wall, just always try to turn face where you want to go next to keep, keep mm -hmm. make your, make your play a little more smooth. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, let's keep going with these tips. Uh, or the, what did they say? Um, uh, I think sometimes it's because we're double committing it. So mm -hmm. if he, I think he was essentially saying it's best to wait for the ball. Um, because I think uh, oh no! I, th I think I was hitting. Oh. Hold on, yeah. I, I, I skipped over a point here. I'll go back to the point right there. But um, okay. it's a, essentially, he was saying sometimes the best option is to wait for the ball, come back to the ground instead of aerial for it. Um, so if I saw there was no pressure, then I didn't just have to lose possession. I didn't just have to hit it away. Um, yep. And that's probably something really, really common in platinum and diamond, like oh, yeah. obscenely common, where it's like no pressure and you're just always trying to hit as hard as you can. <laughs> Always um, got to bomb the ball. That's always got to bomb the ball. So sometimes if you have time, dribble it out, right? Obviously don't dribble yeah. in front of your own net, but do dribble mm -hmm. the ball out. Uh, I think that's, that's fair. Um, Intentional touches versus hard touches. Okay. Yeah, exactly. pretty much. Um, if you're, oh, okay. No, I don't, I don't think I'm it. Okay. Mm. Um, so then the last one, oh, he was essentially saying, I, yeah, I, I, I had to stay back um, instead of going forward sometimes. Cause I think I double committed um a couple of times and there was time and i think this has to do with communication too i think i think if we were a little more vocal um i might have known Probably. um but it's communication and game awareness but i think ideally mm -hmm. i think once you get used to certain the certain play styles that this kind of mm -hmm. happens naturally so you're probably talking less about it um but at least from what i know like if, if someone calls the ball then it usually should mean that it, it, your like double commits shouldn't happen, right? Because someone called the ball. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, that's not always the case. Nope. Cough, cough, <laughs> wabbits. 
sometimes I just ignore Flash I yelled, because I'm like, I, I have I a good for shot. Five seconds, all right? Five seconds <laughs> hey, of me just yelling at Wabbits. I got it. I got it. I got it. I was just like, nah, I got this, all right? My shot was better. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it. <laughs> now nah, you're trying to go for some dribble or something. I don't know. Also true. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, but he was, yeah, so... so so uh, essentially, yeah, it was essentially as well when I was rotating back to net, I would, I would cut a little too much. Um, so uh, just, just making sure I rotate around. Um, but there was, he did compliment me on my save, but essentially I think he was saying that I wouldn't have required that insane save if I was rotating a little more properly. It. That's exactly what that is. Um, <laughs> so so I, made, I made some like heroic last-ditch saves. <laughs> Um, but it's like, you know, it's like that soccer player goalie, right? Where you're like, oh my goodness, this guy's the greatest goal saver ever. Uh, and then you watch players like Oliver Kahn or like, uh, other goalies where it's just like none of their saves seem spectacular, but it's because they knew where the ball was going before it was there. Yeah. Uh, and they literally, yeah. it just always happens to hit them in the chest. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're so <laughs> good that they know where the shot's coming before it's hit. And then they're there, you know? Um, yeah. and, and that's the difference, right? Those insane saves, like for instance, or uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna transition. I'm already at this point anyway. We're gonna talk about. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm not transitioning from this topic. I'm just saying I'm talking about soccer, so I'm gonna keep talking about yes. soccer. So yep. um, in in the MLS, you'll see a lot of these crazy saves you don't see anywhere else, but it's because mm -hmm. the goalies' positionings are just really bad, like relative <laughs> to the world class goalkeepers. All yep. right, so they'll have these wild saves, and you're like, oh my goodness, they're so good. But it's like, no, if they're just better at cutting down angles like the save would have been a lot easier but instead it's like no like diving like top court like anyway point being um yep. uh point being if you can position yourself better you don't always need to make heroic saves yep. um so that's my thing i'm gonna keep going i'm just gonna go wabbits and then we'll give okay. co let combo chime in uh -huh. um so uh first thing compliment for getting a goal you're watching for the mm -hmm. pass and you scored that was the 22 seconds in um, so there's, there's a point where, uh, you know, a DM actually said that it was his, it was his fault, uh, mm -hmm. that there, I think you double committed for it. Uh, but he was saying that, so. that you were actually closer to the ball and he went for it. So the in that one, case, the one that he's talking about was for your spectacular save was where, uh, oh. Wabbit's at the front post. Uh, so uh, the ball was coming from the left corner. Wabbit's mm -hmm. was at the left post and, uh, DM was behind him and yeah. flash was cycling back, like basically behind the ball from the left corner. Mm -hmm. And even though it was Wabbit's ball, Dave had, uh, jumped in front of him and both of them double committed. They both missed and flash had to kind of cycle back around. Wait, you're telling me even yep. if my rotation was behind that it could have been <laughs> saved by Dave? And that the last yeah, minute save was actually required because of the you double commit? So all three of you made yep. a, a, a crucial mistake on that play. All three of you did. Uh, of course. <laughs> just whiffed. Dave uh, double committed and Flash, uh, if you if you watch the replay, you'll see that instead of just rotating to back post, Flash kind of came back out looking for the ball as well until he smartly noticed that both of them had double committed. So then he had to loop back around in a pretty wide loop to basically catch the ball off the goal line since the, the two double commits had missed so three crucial errors but luckily didn't result in a goal and it was yep. crazy like if that was an rlcs match they'd be like oh my gosh this guy's insane this yep. guy's out of his mind you know like they would hype it up like crazy but it was actually just three errors that the reason <laughs> that crazy save had to happen was because of the fact there was three errors from the team um yep. i'm gonna keep going um 134 uh so i think I don't know what I did here, but it was a dangerous shot, and that's uh, okay. Dangerous, yeah. except forward, but I'm going to the opponent. Did, did, did you see this combo? 
Um, at 134. Um, note. Uh, it's kind of shows me dangerous because we expected to go four, but ended up going to the opponents. Oh, I remember actually the exact play. Okay. Um, okay. So the the ball was cleared, uh, and <laughs> uh, Wabbits was at the neutral zone and tried to. He basically cut rotation, tried to keep the ball in to boom it back in. But what ended uh, up happening was he didn't get up fast enough, so it hit hit the top of his uh, oh, of the nose of his car. He was going directly up and went back to your right corner. Um, yep. So it, it instead made a better clear uh, for it. So uh, it. it kind of goes a little it's it's a bit of a double so like i consistently tell my team to cut rotation if they think that they can hold our pressure because we value pressure more than we value rotation but mm -hmm. it's at the risk of if you whiff that ball you've now destroyed the rotation that we that had is, yeah, for it so it should only be yeah. the balls you're the most confident in so uh that's kind of what dm was going for there was saying that it's a good thing to get used to would be the fast double jumps to get to the mm -hmm. higher up balls um yeah. so it's just a bit of a skill versus decision making there Mm -hmm. All right. And then also just knowing which ones that you yeah, you actually can make or not make. Uh, and I think that was the main thing that got me there. I just I thought I could make it and then I couldn't and then it complete ended up terrible for us. And that was that was where it went. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to keep going uh, just to finish this off. Uh, saying, yeah, when the ball goes too high to area for it, um, sometimes you can let it go to the ground. Is that I think I think I think, I think this is just uh keeping it slow and catching the ball rather than trying to bomb it or um yeah. go for a big i noticed aerial this hit. as well i don't know if you notice this i'm going to talk about this in general and we'll let combo have his thoughts in general about the game he did see um mm -hmm. but i noticed because we were playing higher level competition both of us became a lot more passive as the games went on yes um, well especially in one game mm -hmm. i think it was only one specific game where we both ended up being really passive and it just was terrible for our play because um, we were all, uh, the two of us were always at the back, uh, close to net, and then we couldn't take passes. We couldn't really do anything. Um, yeah, and I think, and I think also because the speed of play increased, we weren't as sure as when to challenge and not to challenge. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this has to do with controlling the ball as well. So like, I think we went from you know hitting the ball first time, no matter what, with no intention, just kind of to clear it, mm -hmm. um, to uh, now we're gonna play really passively. <laughs> You know uh -huh. what I mean? And we're just trying to find that middle ground. And that was interesting, too, because I think it was the speed mm -hmm. of play that was kind of catching up to us. And it was playing tricks on our mind because we're not used to that level uh, quite yet, right? Um, currently, mm -hmm. MD's sitting around champ two. Um, so yep. the games were a little faster, um, and we were kind of playing around that. Um, mm -hmm. All right, Cotton, well, your thoughts on the game as a whole? Yeah, I, um, I, I'm happy about the confidence thing. It's something you see at all ranks. If you get a even a low GC playing against pros, like you're going to see them being a lot, uh, sitting back a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, something that like I, I hope I can talk a bit about when we talk about uh, our land performance, because we had such a wide range of players we were playing against. Um, but uh, and that was one of the main things. Like I just I saw generally it was DM going up for a lot of the big balls rather than than either of you two. Um, the main thing that ultimately I cannot believe you didn't allow any goals in that game was you had so i counted five triple commits and over 10 double commits in the game <laughs> keeping in mind and I, that and sounds I, about right was it was it. one of our earlier games to be fair to yep. us at least. yeah for sure I, was that the first game that was the second game but keep going okay keep going. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I wasn't watching the other team as much, but I also caught them double and triple committing like yours. So just for the the listeners, the game was a one nothing game uh, where Flash, Wabbits, and DM had won, um, and their goal was off of a triple commit to the corner um, mm-hmm. that I believe uh, then DM took a pretty nice shot from the neutral zone that Wabbits happened to tip in over the goalie who had recovered back. So um, yeah. pretty nice goal to to get them the the winner. But uh, in general, the game was just rampant with double and triple commits and. Yeah. and ensure those up uh i i want to say you'll let in less goals but obviously you guys didn't let in any goals uh, but <laughs> to, be, to be fair i think uh, that particular game it was like the the level of the opposition was ranging from champ one but like really low champ one to very high diamond three got him um, so you weren't uh, we weren't playing quite quite the level that some of our other games were so i think like for instance where i made the last minute saves and all that stuff like I think we were playing better teams that the shots might have been a little more accurate or a little faster. Yeah. So we wouldn't have gone away with that. Um, there was a lot of missed open nets for both sides. Like that, that game easily mm-hmm. could have been a five-four game, just as much as it was a one-nothing game. But yep. um, that ultimately just comes with the ranks and the skill and the accuracy. So. Um, in general, like I, I was pretty impressed. The if one thing, if I can give you a play style that the three of you can work towards is short passing instead of long passing so mm-hmm. the the brock team currently we're very much a long passing team and um mm-hmm. and it, it works well like we're, we're quite fast but as soon as we play against a team that is faster than us we need to change our play style pretty quick mm-hmm. to try and counter that by moving to short passing um mm-hmm. when you guys you guys play so close together and that like a couple times you almost got burned for it but um you since you play so close you can have these very very nutty like quick short passes out of your zone and even same thing in front of their net um that you could produce a lot more scoring opportunities that way and i uh i'd uh, i think that's something you could definitely start working towards in a different game actually uh i know that me and dave really uh had that going really well um i think the two of us ended up getting four goals with a pass out fr- uh, from left or right side of the uh, of the field into mid and then either me or dave ending the uh like just putting it in essentially um with just a you know forward uh forward moving short pass uh over center which i was really happy about and we, uh, the two of us were working really 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 well together with uh flash being a bit more um more passive and being more uh defensive i was the rock up. all you right were, you were making the up for this this hard attack the that the two of us together. were together yep <laughs> and we triumphed all right keep going yep and when it when we when we were uh you know really really well in sync together uh especially that one game and another one where it wasn't quite as apparent uh the two of like the team just worked out really well and it was uh it was it was a lot of fun to play and just so everyone knows all right and Uh i'm not gonna say i'm better than uh these clearly better players than me but (laughs) Mm -hmm. if we scoreboard for a second there was at least two games all right in the 10 Uh or so we played where who Uh was on top of the uh, scoreboard I want to say it was one. Flash. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm done. I've, I've had my fun. Um, we're gonna move on. I hope that's all right, combo. Thank you for the input. Um, mm-hmm. As long, well, if you're able to play, then maybe we can poach our player back. Hmm. Um, but if not, uh, then best of luck to MD in his future endeavors on the A team. Ugh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, speaking of the A-team, we're going to move on to the collegiate corner, all right? We have triple mm-hmm. corners today, a three a three-prong corner. Actually, no, maybe we had four corners, and I didn't even realize it, all right? Because the first really? corner, we started off, it's the French corner, 
All right, the second corner, we got the mm-hmm. beginner's corner we just did. Now we're doing the collegiate uh-huh. corner, and then we're uh-huh. going to finish off with the esports corner. Oh, my. We did it. We did we it. We made four. Four corners. All right. It's so happened. let's talk about there's a LAN, LAN ETS, Montreal, 34 teams, all right, um, Swiss. Um, so, Combo, I, I'm going to let you take this uh, segment away, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, give us kind of you, first of all, what it's like to be at a LAN. Because there might be some listeners never experienced what playing at land might be like, um, mm-hmm. and then how the Baraki sports team progressed throughout it. Definitely. Uh, so the playing at a land is really interesting. We had had a lot of conversations about how it, it definitely is a there is a distinct skill in playing at a live competition uh, for two big reasons. One that you're not in the like the comfort of your room. So like. In my room just to say a couple user if i want a like a certain scent i can do that or if, like i have specific lighting that i really like uh obviously it's just comfortable to be in my room or for office or whatever people play it. uh so being in a very 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 dark conference with the screens in front of you and there was about ish thousand uh, people there playing. Uh, there was 14 different uh, esports that were happening between like PUBG and CS:GO and League of Legends and so on, uh, which Rocket League was one of. Um, so there, it, it's definitely hard playing in that environment, and it didn't look right next to one of the the stages. So we were having like massive speakers blowing into our ears while we're trying to have comms and uh, and actually play very very competitive Rocket League. Um, and then the other thing for when you get onto the main stage and you're actually get a little further in specifically at this event and you're you're not playing with your system anymore is exactly that is like i don't have my monitor i don't have my keyboard and mouse although i'm obviously not using that uh for myself at least in rocket league uh mm-hmm. and i don't have like my like chair and my setup and those little things um the only thing you really bring up is your controller and maybe your headset so get it being able to to go in and play in this completely different environment and especially live where you can see the people you're playing against right across from you um is a is a real like mental test uh, so I have a lot more respect for some of the the pros on the scene who basically live at lands because it, it's not an easy feat by any means. Um, and, and just so our, our listeners know, for you, um, has was this one of your first tournaments or bigger tournaments? This and, is definitely the biggest tournament I'd ever played in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have played live before, but not nothing to this level. So. Um, and just just so uh, the listeners are aware, there was about a hundred people watching you play on stream. Yeah, um, definitely. Which was kind of cool. I'm, I'm guessing it's definitely cool for Vaults and Jer. I don't imagine they ever had a chance to do that yet. No, I don't really think so. I know uh, Vaults plays in a lot of tournaments, and generally those streams are getting like maybe 10 to 20 viewers. So um, I'm sure he was pretty excited. I think our at our stream during our game, I think it peaked around 120, 125. So uh, which is pretty cool feeling for sure, getting to to see that. Yeah, and it was um, it was fun for us as well here, at Brock Esports here. All of us at the university were tuning in. Um, mm-hmm. Enjoying the French cast, I was uh, chiming yeah. in. Being from from you know originally from the nation's capital, I need to actually know the two languages, unlike everyone here in uh, Toronto's double chin. Um, Wait, there's uh, there's two languages. There's actually two languages <laughs> in Canada. Um, and what they? I, I was surprised. You know, maybe in Montreal they could have you know not let you in because you didn't speak. No, Montreal's mm-hmm. pretty pretty English speaking. Montreal's most English, English yeah. most English speaking city in um, Quebec. Um, that being said, uh, let's kind of move on to the, how was the Swiss, the whole, how long did you guys play? It was like eight hours, nine hours? 
So we, uh, just give a quick timeline without giving too much. So we got into Montreal, so I drove. So I we left St. Catharines, where we're from, around 9 a.m. And we got into Montreal around 5 p.m. Um, so already coming off of a pretty long drive. Took us about three hours to set up, to get to the venue and set up and wait in line and all of that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, and we had practiced and scrimmed for, I'd say, about an hour and a half, two hours before we called it a night and went back to the hotel for about mid- midnight. Um, slept and woke up the next morning around 5.45, 6 to try to get to the venue for 7, 7.30. Uh, so we got there, I believe, 20 after 7, and we basically played straight from 7 to 7.20 to about 6.30 p.m., um, and we made it to the top five, so the uh, the or top six, technically fifth, sixth. The, P, the team that won, and so the two teams that made it to the grand finals, were playing as late as 11 p.m., and they started at 7 a.m. that morning, so uh, I was exhausted, to say the very least. That's insane. Let's, How do you uh, play that much Rocket League at a, at a high level? Yeah, and they only got harder throughout the day, right? That was the, yeah. that's the hard part of it. Each match just got harder as we moved on. So, so mm-hmm. let's let's. I, I think we'll. St- I think that's good for. I don't really want to talk about Swiss too much. Let's kind of mm-hmm. get into your double eliminations. So, um, yeah. first game, who was it against for your double elims? You're gonna have to do this off the top of your head. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so wait, do you want our double elim or do you want our group stage? I don't, I, yeah, I don't let's go you right in. That. Let's go right into double Sure. Yeah. So I'll just say. So we placed. Uh, we placed second in our group yes, stage coming say out. Say that. Uh, that's, that's a good so. thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there was there's 34 teams and only 16 made it to the double elim bracket. Um, so it was the top three and then some. I think. And we were one of them. them. All right. Uh, we were one of them. Um, there were uh, there were four schools or sorry six schools present. Uh, I believe four of them play in CSL. Uh, and only three of us made it into the, the round of 16. Only us, only Brock Esports, made it past to the round of eight. Um, so, wow. uh, uh, so we were pretty proud of that. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, so, so we hopped into the double elim, and I remember our first game was against a group called What a Save, uh, and we chatted with them after. And uh, they're not signed by any org or anything like that, but um, they're all GC players that uh, they've just been friends and playing for about a year or so together. Uh, so I remember we we had taken the first game in a pretty. Oh no, we didn't. We lost the first game uh, in overtime. Uh, we lost four three. Uh, and then had dominated the next two games to win because all the the game the rounds were best of three, um, so we beat what a save there. Um, moved on and we were going to play either the winners of I remember it was Grizzlies or Durham uh, College, their uh, Durham Lords Esports, uh, and we had a feeling just based on looking at groups that Grizzlies, which is an actual signed like contractual org, um, was going to beat Durham just based on knowing our CSL. Um, who are actually playing in two weeks anyways in our in our group so we were pretty excited to get to watch them play uh so we moved on we played grizzlies uh we lost the first game one nothing and it was a very very competitive game uh, we looked up afterwards they're all 1900 and 2000 mmr players so um wow. two, i think two of the three of them are in the top 100 and threes um so really good really good team uh we they are very physical one of their players act just chased demos the entire game <laughs> Um, they won they scored with about 40 seconds left um did they though... ever get out of their seat and uh. walk <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean did they you said they're very physical so i was curious whether their body language reflected how they were playing in game 
I understand, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. They, no, they they also wheeled their chairs into us just as they were. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they they were a very very physical team, and I could feel the boys getting pretty upset, especially because we had uh, basically a wide open net with about fifty seconds left to to take the lead when it was still zero zero in game one. Um, and uh, I think Volts had just kind of overthought the play and was trying to demo the goalie um, and ended up hitting. Jair instead, and we ended up losing oh. an open net opportunity. And I know he's really beating himself up for it because we, we had played a really really good game against people who are three hundred to four to upwards of higher than Jair's MMR, upwards of five to six hundred MMR higher than us. Um, yeah. So we uh, we were pretty proud of that game, but uh, the boys were a little defeated. So we went into the next game, and uh, again zero zero almost all the way through. They were very physical, and then with about two and a half minutes left, they they scored a like it was a double demo goal and that this, they just this was... rolled into the net. This is um, upper sorry. upper uh, bracket. This is upper right? bracket round two, yeah. So this is the top eight of the upper Against, bracket. Uh, um, the team Grizzlies. Grizzlies yeah. Mm. Uh, and so then they, so the double demo, and like the one, I remember Volts got really upset after the double demo, and we just kind of shut down after that, and they ended up winning the game, I think, five nothing, um, because we had just kind of given up at the, that last minute and couldn't really bring back the mental game. So we wanted yep. to reset and, and get back into it, and we knew uh, moving down into the losers, we we're going to be playing against Mega Cobra, which is also a signed organization, but they're only about, mm -hmm. I think, 1,700, 1700, so we weren't overly worried, but we thought we could, uh, we could outplay them. So uh, we we went in, uh, we, again, they took the first game, I think, 2-1 in overtime, and then we dominated the next two games uh, and mm -hmm. moved on from there. All right, uh, uh, hold uh, up just for a second yeah. here. I want to ask, because I know Ro uh, Romero, was it? Romeo, Syria. Romeo, Syria uh, was, was yeah. there as well. Um, yeah. How is that dynamic? Because I, I know he, I, he was, pro I don't know if he was expecting to play more, or you decided to chair, or uh, like, how did that kind of work really, out? Really, really tough, actually, uh, for me at least, because uh, I don't even know if either of you know this, but uh, Romeo Sierra is like one of my best friends. Like, I've known mm. him since I was like eight or nine, uh, and it's it's tough for me in a current captain position, despite wanting to be a coach, um, that I'm going to, uh, having to pick the roster, especially with him being one of my good friends. Yeah. Uh, and at the time, Jer was now basically fully recovered, despite still having a cast on, he was still playing quite well. Uh, mm -hmm. And we played both of them in the group stage. Uh, and it just kind of happened that I, I noticed Jared Volts were looking a little better than Ryan was looking with, with uh, the two of us. So mm -hmm. I ended up choosing Jared. I really think it could have gone either way. Um, I think at the end of it, and I, I hope neither of the boys take offense to this because like, I, I really do value both of them. But I think Ryan, uh, Romeo Sierra is a much more mechanically skilled player where he can hit the hard shots he can 1v2 he can sometimes even 1v3 in some of the highlights um mm -hmm. but he's still learning the threes rotation he's about 2000 hours and i'd say about 1800 of them are twos oh, um God. so he's still yeah. trying to get back into threes whereas jer mm -hmm. is much less mechanically skilled but a very very good team player in threes um okay. so uh, tough to find the middle ground there mm -hmm. um, i also want to going... say did you ever consider yeah. um swapping room Romero or Romeo Sierra, sorry, uh, back in later on as the as the day was going on because of player fatigue. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was actually why I kept because uh, he he watched all the games and I kept kind of hitting him and saying I was like like stay focused, like warm up, like keep ready, just because I was like I even said like I kept hitting him and I was like I'm getting tired and I was like you might need to fill in for me, especially after that long drive and I barely had slept the night before, um, so I was like I I might need you here and so he we talked afterwards and he said he was still pretty disappointed that he didn't get to play a lot, but um, I he he ultimately like, he's a sports guy, he knows the role of a sub and and was trying to stay ready for that, so um, there's a tough dynamic. Him and I had a really long conversation. 
after the weekend of just trying to make sure that like I didn't hurt him in any way of being like friends I mean, with that. I, I think um, I think yeah. I'm sure you can real. I think there's there's a certain ground where I think you can both recognize that you're doing what you think is best for the team's success, but at the same time, like he should all by every right should still be like you know pissed yep. off that you know he's at Montreal and he, he doesn't get that much of a chance to play right. You got it. Like, so, I, think, uh, I think that's fair both ways, if that makes sense. Although, yep. Uh, so I, I know he, he ended up pretty happy, and he, he said he's like, for a moment during the day, he was really pissed off and was talking to his girlfriend about it. And as he was explaining to his girlfriend, he found himself kind of talking himself out of the, the anger of using a sports mentality, being like, ultimately, like, they're going to pick the guy who's best at that current moment. And uh, he said, if anything, he's just going to take it as a reason to, to grind harder and get better at threes. So uh, it I sounds mean, like he took it positively. And, and so I'm hoping. Yeah. Listen, yeah. like, Romeo Sierra. Um, <clears throat> What what year is he in currently? Second. He is in second year, right? And yep. uh, both yourself, Combo, and Jer are graduating, right? Or mm-hmm. are finishing off this year. So he will he will definitely be one of the top contenders for that main roster spot next year, right? You got it. That's definitely. why I, I just keep telling him to grind it. So, uh, anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. And listen, uh, he, and this for myself, from my own experience. Although this this yeah. is just uh, maybe too much inside baseball, but uh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I, sometimes. You can also tell uh, this might sound bad now. That's on pocket. Whatever, whatever. I'm too late. I've already started it. Um, but you can also say like, look, like this is Jared's last year, right? Like this, True. this yeah. is this like these tournaments will be his last tournaments with Brock Esports, um, as they are yours, right? And so um, you know, we're with with. I mean, it looks like the club is going to be continuing off fine, right? Um, yep. We're pushing for varsity status. Maybe something mm-hmm. to do with athletics next year. Um, so with any luck, like he, I, I'm sure he'll get a lot more opportunities. Yeah, and that's another thing you can think about is like, um, if you know this for Jer, this is the last time he'll ever play uh, <clears throat> for Rocky Sports. If you know, um, and so I, I think I think that's another way you can rationalize it. I say, but it still sucks to be there and not be able to play. Like I get I get where he's coming from, but I'm just saying yep. that's another possible uh, explanation. Yeah, he he had a good time regardless. It was a really fun event. It's a more or less free trip to Montreal to play video games ultimately, which is a pretty cool thing if you step back and look at it. So, oh, yeah. and has he been to Montreal before? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> a couple years ago. He's going again this weekend because I know he's going to the Rainbow Six Siege Invitational. So, oh, cool! Wow. Uh, yeah, all the Montreal. It's good that he uh, got a more growing experience out of it, though. And, is he, uh, is he he's taking it positively. No, no, no. Uh, his brother, uh, his brother. They're just an esports family. Apparently, his brother competes uh, on a pro team, uh, and so uh, they're not playing in it. Apparently, they just missed uh, the qualifiers for it, mm-hmm. but they're they're all going to watch. So he's going with their team. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um. So uh, shall I continue on our trek? Yeah, let's continue on our trek. Let's keep that going. Yeah. Uh, it's almost done. We're almost there. Uh, <laughs> so most of the day was in the group stage. I, I think we spent a, uh, five to six hours probably in the group stage, and then the rest in uh, – actually, probably longer than that – and then the rest in the double elim bracket. Anyway, so we beat uh, Mega Cobra, and that secures our spot in the top eight. Um, so at this point uh, – and I remember looking at the uh, – 
at the bracket. In the upper bracket, there was Polar Ace and Alpha One. Both are organizations that have uh, signed players. And mm-hmm. then there's Pain and Grizzlies. So Grizzlies is the team that put us out, um, and they're playing Pain. And I don't know how much you guys know the kind of sub-pro level of yes. of players, but uh, yeah. so their team was composed of Taroko, AXB, and Ralph. Um, so all at some point RLRS players. Um, so I knew they would be the most likely team to beat, and they had, I found out afterwards they had actually won LAN ETS the year before. Uh, so they're they're all 2,000 plus MMR. They're phenomenal, mm-hmm. phenomenal players. Uh, Ralph is currently on the Dudes, uh, and then Taroko and XB, I'm, I believe, are not currently with organizations. But uh, I know Taroko was a top 100, top five ones player, um, and AXB was a top 10 ones player. So. Um, wow. Very very good team. So anyway, so they're in the upper, and then in the lower, there's us, and we uh, got to meet our rivals in CSL and uh, a team we we're really excited for, uh, which is Saints Gaming, which I'll talk about. And then and the other uh, arm of the bracket. I mean, when you said rivals, hold up, hold up. When you said rivals, <laughs> you Akron. did you think Akron? No, I thought Carlton was coming. Making... Also, Carlton. <laughs> that would be funny. Well, uh, I don't that... know why they wouldn't be at that. Like. They're qual- they were a qualified team. Montreal's two hours. Uh, anyway, your bias yeah. is showing. Class <laughs> no, but it's two uh, hours away. They could have been there. They could have been there. Yeah. Calling and you out, the... Fitzy, right now. Carlton's <laughs> president. All right. Because he was there. Fitzy was like the 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 Carlton Tespa president. Uh-huh. Was at that land. Was asking <laughs> whether I was there. So he was there, but his Rock League team apparently. Didn't show. Didn't show. <laughs> Keep going. They were scared. They heard Brock's going. So oh, they, they heard. They they heard. Um, but yeah, and then the other arm was Psychopaths Gaming, which is the only team we lost to in our group stage, also a, an 1800-plus org. Um, and then Maddie, they're also an 1800-plus org. So uh, we were in very, very good company at this point, And we, regardless of how the next round went, we were pretty happy with how we we had done um so anyway so we're playing saints gaming and for those who don't know uh that's st Clair's college in windsor and they happen to have a pretty like he's not that not that well-known player um but his name happens to be lucinio and he's an rlcs uh world champion so uh so he goes to st Clair's college he's on their rocket league team uh and we knew we were playing them next the nice thing was was that we had scrimmed them that morning around 7 20 when we started um just for the sake of wanting to play against lucinio more or less was the reason we did it uh and so we we played a best of three for a scrim and they won 2-1 uh, but absolutely dominated us in the last two games so um vitali which is their captain i talked to him all the time he's he's a decently high rated gc um and then they had endeavor which i believe is a high c3 uh player so uh not like a crazy good team or anything but having an rlcs world champion is, i was gonna is, say yeah so uh, for those who don't know um Lucinio is, um, I believe he was a season one. You got it. Way back when. I buy power cosmic. I buy power winner. Um, Mm -hmm. And they actually beat Flipside Tactics. Wow. They did. How about that? Wow. Um, um, so yeah, so he is a, a phenomenal player. He's a SARP vet, which was the, the prequel to Rocket League. Um, he is longtime friends and teammates with Kronovi. Uh, right, he, sorry, and is it, it just me, but does like, he looks like someone who would be like an Instagram model? I don't know. Yes, 100%. He is he's very... <laughs> So when we so we saw him when we were waiting in line on Friday, and so he had his Twitch backpack on, and he was in a white pants, white shoes, white sweater, um, with a gold <laughs> necklace, and his hair slicked back and everything. So wow. um, definitely <laughs> living the, the fancy lifestyle. Yep. So uh, and like I knew that anyways, and so I can just speak a bit to like to, to Latch. I I have a 
massive amount of respect for him as a player. I've never quite liked his content just because I've found him to be a little arrogant uh, generally. And when, you know what the tough thing uh, is for us as well, Combo? Is that mm-hmm. it seems... So Lash won in 2016. So that mm-hmm. means he would have been mm-hmm. 16 when he won his first. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think there's something to be said about kind of being that teenager who uh, earns success. Yep. Um, and then the, the arrogance that comes from that. And I mean, and to be fair, there's something about competitiveness and success that has to do with arrogance, right? Like you talk mm-hmm. uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, um, Conor McGregor, uh, like there is something about competitive, like competing where a certain level of arrogance, um, as long as it's like, as long as you can back it up though, kind of gives <laughs> some players an edge, right? Yep. Um, and yeah, so I never once would I ever say I like disliked him or anything like that. I just he wasn't my kind of content creator. Same way I remember like I looked at like Sizz when he was on the like early on the scene. I was like ah like you're funny, but you're not really my kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyways, so we're really excited. So we hop into the first game. The the boys are buzzing. We're really excited to to hop into this series. Another best three we come out and we absolutely dominate them in game one we we win the yeah. first game five nothing um they barely touched the ball Lucinio basically did all the work for their team mm-hmm. uh and uh jer who is coming off of like a, a couple weak games i would so have this, to say this was windsor before. right um since, yeah yeah st clair's in windsor Saint-Claire. yeah <laughs> Um, and so Jared was coming off a couple, like, in my opinion, weak games. He popped off. I think he scored four of our five goals. Like, he uh, he, he had a hell of a game, and we were really, really happy. So we, we win the first game 5 nothing. Uh, so we move into game two. We're like, all right, boys, we're one gate. We're literally one game away from knocking out a world champion. Like, I like we, we could lose after this. We could get dominated. And we're fine. Like, we, we, we've came, we've done more than what we came here to do. Uh, so we come in again. We really, really outplayed them. We had like seven or eight wide open nets. We just could not pot. And then Lachinio had one of the nicest air dribbles I have ever seen from his own <laughs> half, passing all three of our players into the top right corner. Uh, <laughs> With about I would say 50-ish seconds left in the game to put them up one nothing, we just couldn't uh, we couldn't come back to that. So uh, so they win game two one nothing, or Lachinio wins game two one nothing. Uh, so we we move on to game three. Same thing. We're pumped. We come out flying again. In less than three minutes, we score three goals uh, to put us up three nothing. Uh, I remember I I thought I had had a really good game there. I think I ended the game uh, with three goals, and uh, so uh, I was feeling pretty good. And anyway, so again Lachinio comes out. To, to meet us and meet our challenge and raise us and he scores three goals in less than a minute um, to wow. tie up the game 3-3 three, three, all of them beautiful goals um, oh I lied sorry he scored two goals and with 57 seconds left he had ripped one off the crossbar and it just so happened that Vitaly like was flying through the air after getting bumped and happened to hit the ball while he was flying through the air with no boost he didn't it was like oh the least gosh. calculated thing on the planet with 57 <laughs> seconds left to, to tie up the game and take uh, and take the lead um, mm-hmm. luckily coming into the kickoff brock uh, has a we, we have a couple pretty nice set plays and one of them uh, is on our diagonal kickoff and i would say like that was probably the thing that won us most of our games for the entire tournament was that every time a team scored on us if we got the right kickoff setup we would almost always score um to to re-meet them so we mm-hmm. got that set up I was at the bat, so it's, it's basically a one, two, three passive play. I don't want to go into the depth of it. One, just for secrecy, and two, for uh, the sake of having to explain it with my words. But um, mm-hmm. so I was the two man, so my job was to pass to the three man to, to score uh, off the kickoff. And when I had gotten the ball uh, right away, I, th- I, I think at least that uh, one of their players had recognized our play and was trying to cut off the passing lane. So instead, I just boomed the ball down to their backboard and went for a double touch instead. And I hit this 
perfect angled double touch <laughs> with just under 50 seconds left uh, to put us up 4-3 uh, in the end. I, I remember I, I remember so vividly. I stood up. I dropped my controller. I'm right in the middle of these guys. I hit both of them on the shoulders. They stand. They scream. Uh, Roby Sarah's behind us. He yells. I turn around and there's like 15 people watching us at That's our, at our cool. right now watching and because uh, they also all know like the, the seriousness of this goal. Uh, so it puts us up 4-3. We just play one man deep hard clears for the rest of the game and end up uh, pulling out the win uh the by far the coolest thing in the entire weekend i got a discord message from Lucinio saying hey where are you guys sitting we want to come over uh and so himself and his two teammates their manager their coach and their photographer all come over we shake hands we chat really quick and then they they go pack up because they're they were done for the day so um a lot of respect for him if somehow he or anyone on his team listens to this uh literally one of the best series i think i've ever played in, in rocket league and it was uh uh, a lot of fun to be able to do that, and I have a lot of respect for him for uh, messaging us to to say that he wanted to come meet us and and say good game. So, uh, mm-hmm. hell of a series. So, uh, definitely probably the peak of my Rocket League career, being able to to save those replays and take those screenshots of uh, of winning that game. So, yeah, awesome. Um, yeah. All right, like that, and then and then unfortunately, what did you? Was we move it? on. We played yeah. another org, yeah. Who uh, polar ace? They're they're all eighteen hundred guys. They end up winning two one and one nothing. Uh, very very close games. We were the issue was, and I brought it up earlier. So we are a long passing team. That was the mm-hmm. first team we had met in the entire day. That was also a long passing team, but was faster than us. Mm-hmm. So uh, okay. by by game two, when we had finally oh, changed I, our sorry, systems, can I, may I? Uh, may I? Uh, yeah, yeah. Please. So um, let's just look. At, I, I was watching the whole broadcast at that point, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't show the Latino. Game game because they were following the upper bracket mm-hmm. um so, but they did i i do remember they saying it was an upset it was something they weren't expecting um mm-hmm. for brock esports to you know come through with the upset um but then when i was watching that game it just felt like it's sometimes when you watch rocket league you know there's like some unfortunate goals or some lucky bounces or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. things that happen and you're like oh like this could have been better but that particular game i really felt the other team just simply outplayed uh, uh so in sports. the first game completely yes i i agree um and i was actually a little disappointed with the brock support because i also watched the stream at the vod afterwards and you guys were all saying we got outplayed in the second game we outshot them we had more saves than them and they uh happened to go two for three on shots and we went one for six so um Ooh. i think we actually That's completely called outplayed them goal in the second conversion game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. I, I think I, I actually do think we completely outplayed them in the second game, and we just couldn't get the I, conversion. I would like disagree say, but, a little uh, bit. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say completely. The second game was more even. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can say completely. And also because it still felt like there, you had a lot of trouble getting out of your own half. Um, yeah, that's why. So they counted I think our that was style, one right? of the biggest so. things, right? That I saw at least. Um, and bring it back to the beginning of the episode. Um, <gasps> Uh, no, I was gonna say I was gonna call out because like Seavolts, you know, it comes off a little bit arrogant and stuff, all right? And I'm gonna yep. use this opportunity, all right, to make sure uh, that uh, I don't know, I don't know, he'll be a little <laughs> bit mad, but that's okay. Um, there were a couple plays where Seavolts, like, it felt like I was watching myself, all right? Uh, <laughs> like you would go up for these plays, and I'm like, oh, I can totally do that, and then just miss the ball or that. <laughs> um, to be fair to Seavolts, to be fair to him. Like you guys are like what nine hours playing at this point? Yeah, we were like we were like to be completely fair. Hour, like you you guys are like your your brains and like everything is probably super exhausted. Um, but mm-hmm. that's the reason I want to make the call out because it's fun. Yeah. 
Because, you know, <laughs> if you're a little bit arrogant, well, then I, I think I'm allowed to make fun of you. I don't know. Maybe that's me. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we, we, they just outplayed our play style, and uh, mm-hmm. I thought we had adjusted pretty well. And I think if we took game two, I, th- I think we would have moved on. I think we had the momentum going in, but uh, ultimately that that's, uh, that's how she goes. I was very proud of the boys regardless. I think we did much better than – oh, I had messaged Flash at the beginning of the tournament when we were looking at the brackets, and I'm like, I think we're a top four team. Um, mm-hmm. But that was before seeing how many actual organizations were yeah. in um, yeah. this group. Well, I would quite, say so it was, just – It was a quite substantial prize for a low-key tournament, right? Like, you got it, right? I want to so say low-key, but... I, but uh, like niche i guess yeah hmm. when i look at that double elimination bracket of the 16 teams that are in there 10 of them are signed organizations uh so and looking at a lot of them just based on mmr especially looking it up throughout the day i would have probably placed us in the 16 i probably would have placed us top 14 maybe um and wow. we placed top fifth uh so we were i'm very very proud of the boys uh mm-hmm. ultimately i think I, I think fatigue became our biggest enemy and uh, a lot of these orgs just have more experience with handling that kind of fatigue and uh and showmanship we we're talking about we so same thing we i messaged the captain of polar ace after the game and i said hey can we come shake hands um and we said yeah they were very arrogant actually to us we were mm-hmm. really really unhappy with with that interaction i went up mm-hmm. i was the first one to shake the captain's hand and he's like man he's like we're surprised you guys were actually like a good team and I was like, okay. Wow. Um, so, and then one of their other players showed us four different esports jerseys, and he's like, "Good, all the orgs I've been on." And I was like, "Okay, look at all the orgs you've been dropped from." Fire shots, So we we were pretty unhappy with that because we thought we were being like gentlemen by by going over and shaking hands and, and mm-hmm. just telling them like you well played us and like congrats and uh, and they ended so it, just to end off our land experience we, we watched the rest of the games throughout the day um, Payne like I said the team with Taroko XB and Ralph they mm-hmm. if we had won that game as Polaris we were playing them next and we, we knew for a fact we were not winning that series <laughs> if, if we went into it and so I say to Polaris I was like oh like good luck against Taroko and he's like oh Taroko's no big deal we're not worried about him like that's fine and I was like oh okay I was like well AXP's a really good player and, and he laughs and like looks at me he's like are you kidding he's like AXP He's easy, and then he's like, and he continued to talk about the team. And I was How like, All right, man, good, good luck. Um, they're, 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 they most of us were older than us. The, the guys oh were, they probably, I would say, like early to mid 20s, like looking at them. And, anyways, so we, we have this conversation. We go watch the next game, they lose game one, 10 nothing. They, <laughs> oh. they lose game two, 7 1. And well, I was like, wow. I mean, y'all did great. You know what? Well, I take everything back, all right? I This team deserved everything they got. Oh, we yep. were so fun. So we were going to go. I wanted to go ask them afterwards. I was like, oh, like, what happened? Like, did something <laughs> go on? They packed up so quick and left the event following that uh, that loss. So oh, uh, I'm sure their org won't be too happy with that performance. But uh, this, anyways. This, my friends, yeah. is why Rocket League is toxic. All right. I'm going to move <laughs> you along. We've yeah, talked that's enough it. about That was this. the land. It was good. Pain won, by the way. They they went on. So Grizzlies, the team that put us down to the the to the losers, they made it all the way to the finals as well. They actually were the team that put Pain to the losers bracket. So they beat Pain two one in the winners, and then Pain four one four one them in the bracket nice. reset so, right. uh, cool. to win the tournament. Um, yeah, no, we, we we killed it. I think. All right, let's let's move on because this has been a great episode, mm. but it's been a long episode, and I want to get. Uh, to our last point, the last corner of the day, uh, we have the esports corner. So uh, mm-hmm. DreamHack Leipzig um, is coming up. And what we're going to do is I, I just shared this document. So if you could open it um, from our uh, little Discord call here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just going to run through this really quickly preview. I'm not going to go into specific matchups that are happening. We're just going to preview the teams. Um, I feel like when we started this podcast, we were doing a lot of transfer stuff and this uh, somewhat succinctly 
uh, put this all together um, on. Is, I have a question. Yes. Is this seated? Um, because it is in a table um, and it's kind of a spreadsheet with no, 1 to 33. I don't believe I don't believe it's seated. It's just all the teams okay. that are. Okay, because I saw it, some it, teams pretty it, far down and was well, you know, really scared. Too, but there, there's, there's, there's teams that were um, uh, invited, so like you can't. Oh, okay. I'm not going to go into that. All right, so NRG, uh, no changes. Fireburner, Garrett, Justin, uh, mm-hmm. they did. They got second WSOE, so I'm sure they're going to be a big team to look out for. I'm just going to run this through, so if you have any comments, you just stop me, you talk about it, we keep going, all right? Uh, okay. Just, just as a preview, by the way, the tournament is happening two days from uh, when we post this, uh, mm-hmm. unless you are in Europe, because when we post this, it will already be one day. Um, but yeah, the 15th to the 17th, I believe, uh, so that is this Friday uh, the games begin. Yes. Um, Cloud9, Squishy Torment gimmick, no changes there. They got third, fourth at WSOE. Uh, Dignitas, Violent Panda, Violent Panda Turbulos, Turbo Pulsa. Wow, that's a mouthful. Not really. I just talked really quick. Um, Yukio, <laughs> uh, no changes <laughs> since WSOE. Remember, WSOE, they're doing quite well in the beginning, but they're just trying to fit in uh, Yukio, so that's something to mm-hmm. look out for. Uh, TSM. Yeah, did the same as Dignitas in that WSOE tournament, um, mm-hmm. and they haven't really changed. They haven't changed anything. Um, just to, yeah, well, we will see how they do. It's really interesting, you know. We them girls finally being signed to org. Will they show mm-hmm. results now under the TSM banner? Uh, Cole, so that is mm-hmm. complexity, I believe. Yes. Um, uh, they have. A, Greasy Meister? Greasy Meister? I did not want to pronounce that poorly. Magnus <laughs> and Flakes. Um, so they got rid of a lot, um, which is the greatest cherry picker in this game ever. Uh, <laughs> in place of Flakes. Um, I'm so proud of my boy Flakes. Um, I'm a huge Flakes fan. Uh, so I'm, I'm really happy that he's, uh, he's there. That's yeah. all I got to say. <laughs> and so they placed first in the qualifier. They were not an invited team, unlike the other four that we already mentioned, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, anyway, <laughs> so they... They yeah so we'll see how they do uh, with that new edition of flakes, um, yeah we'll see how that goes. Uh, X secret, flame freaky Niska. I don't know too much about this team. Do you know anything about this team combo? I am pumped that they picked up Niels Coke. Um, he was season four EU MVP I believe if I remember off the top of my head. Okay. Um, for LCS such 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 a strong player um i really really like freaky as well um but i find he's generally pretty underrated just because his consistency is not quite there mm-hmm. um but i'm pumped to have niels cook on the team so All uh, right. i will definitely be watching them definitely mm-hmm. maybe possibly you'd say maybe some dark horse a little bit a little bit at yeah. least at uh, least a team we might not expect but maybe they'll, they'll pull some upsets i would yeah i'd love to see that. it all right uh bread the greatest, mm-hmm. the greatest uh, thing. <laughs> Get it? No. All right. Uh, <laughs> There's our uh, our boy XB there, living the dream on bread. XB. The guy we. No. You uh, you have any He's family? Yeah. Oh, okay. right. So, and from the tournament, so got yeah. to see him live. He's a, a very funny guy to watch live. He laughs a lot at Rocket. So wait, he he plays both on pain and on. Pain isn't an actual org. That was just their their friends. Oh, like, cool! I actually, so I, I my guess, and this is what this I said this to the boys, and it blew their minds. My thought is that they use the team name Pain because Pain is French for bread, and that was my guess. Oh, uh, Pain! Oh, they, 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 yeah, right. So that's, that's my amazing. guess. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I'm very excited to watch him, him live. He ripped it up at Lanny TS. And you, they won, right? Is that, oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, now now, see, now see, it's starting to come together, right? You tell there me you that this, it's everything, everything's coming together. All right, mm-hmm. uh, Ghost Lethemir, who is, uh, I would say, um, <laughs> uh, Flumps and Sunless Khan's, like, favorite player or something. He's looking at all their videos. <laughs> I, I love Leth. He's one of my favorite players by far. Um, uh, and so I, I'm very familiar with him because I have been following their YouTube channels. Uh, so I'm excited to see how he does. Do we know why uh, Zane Jockey can't play? Um, I don't know if you do. I don't, at least. That's why I was Zan, curious. Let's, you know what? Here. To Google? Can, yeah. Can you uh, start talking about Rogue here, um, Wabbits? Mm-hmm. So with Rogue, we got uh, Wonder, AJ, and Kron for Novi. Uh, they got FlyQuest uh, and dropped. Oh, no. They got Kronovi and wait, what? I'm confused right here. Yeah, they, they <laughs> Wonder and AJ were acquired from yes. FlyQuest to ah, be put okay. on Rogue, and then Kronovi from G2. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so that's almost entirely a new a new setup, but yeah. And then we have MCon, uh, who has Mike Boy, Tho, and J- just us. Is this uh, a team that you've heard of before, Combo? Uh, I only know just us. I don't know Mike Boyer though. Um, but uh, no, I'm uh, I'm excited to watch them at least. I'll, I'll probably look up their uh, RL tracker just to see how, where they are in the standings. Okay. Uh, Mouse Esports. Um, I'm guessing at least it's Mouse has Alex one six one Tigra and a lot. That's where our boy a lot went from uh, from Complexity. The greatest uh, cherry picker in the game. Greatest cherry picker in the game. <laughs> Echo Zulu has uh, Mitain. I'm not too sure how to pronounce that. Impact and Taz. Uh, again, no changes. Actually, a uh, nice couple don't have many changes. High Five with uh, Jizzy, Kobe, and FBM. Then War with Vel, Ice, TZ, and MK. All right. Do you know, um, do you know who's on this, that team as the sub? As a team? sub? No yeah. idea. Jazer. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I'll, I'll take it back here. I, I didn't find yep. anything. It seems like... They haven't quite posted. I'm, I'm sure uh, our uh, Reddit detectives will find that out and let us okay. know. Um, I, I came back on a perfect name here, right? <laughs> you really did. Equilibritas <laughs> has Finex, Jonas, and Kavari. Uh, any mm-hmm. thoughts on this combo? you have any insight here? Nope. I do not know any of the players, which All breaks right. my heart because I think I know at least one player on every team except them. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. How We're gonna learn. Yeah, We're we'll gonna see. learn their. their All names. right, we got Vitality, which is uh, <laughs> the one v one legends, as I, I like to call them. Pretty um, much. <laughs> Fairy Peak, Scrub Killer, and K Dop. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were saying last night, was it K Dop and Scrub Killer that played twos, or was that K Dop and Fairy Peak? K Dop and Fairy Peak were twos Katie, boys. Katie, mm-hmm. K Dop and Fairy Peak. So we'll see how they translate the threes. They're both this... the French gentlemen. Yeah, and this is the first <laughs> time we'll really see them kind of in action because they did not. Uh, make it to WSOE. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be really cool to look out for. Let's get it. Um, let's get it. Let's get it. Um, it's S get it, but yeah. Let's uh, get it. See, <laughs> next, next 53, Matar. And I don't know anything about them. You know anything, Kama? Sieb is a ranked warrior. He's uh, <clears throat> I think he's generally in the top 100 every season. So All right. Uh, one up, Nexus, RNZ, Frag. Well, some, some unknown teams, so we'll see if they, you know, mm-hmm. They, how they uh, do? How they do? Where? Where are they place? Splice. Um, that's a well-known org. 
Um, but he had Karma, Jismont, and dude with the. Did you say Jismont? <laughs> he did. Yeah, Jismont. Jismont, wow. your boy. Wow. <laughs> Combo calling me out. Calling me yep. out. All right. You know what, Combo? Every time you make a mistake now, I'll, I'll bring it back to this and forever haunt you. I hope, all right. I hope so. Um, and yeah, just move on. I don't want to talk about dude with the nose. I dislike him massively. He's probably my least favorite pro in the scene. Boom. Splice. Ooh. You done goofed. Okay. All right. Polaris. Uh, was Polaris at the tournament? I'm just trying to remember now. I don't know. They're team metal. Okay, never mind. Uh, I know Moss... direct warrior, but I, I don't know much else. All right, so I, I think I think we'll kind of push on here. Uh, so we have Polaris. I'll just kind of name name the teams. Uh, okay. Nervend, exactly. Stop me if you see any players that kind of uh, stand out to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, mindset. Um, Oslanza, 1v1 king, I think, from what I know. He's pretty good at ones, yes. Yeah, yep. okay. Uh, War Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, TM. Tainted Minds, our boys. Tainted Minds. From OCE. So, yeah, OCE, that's one of the top uh, OCE orgs. Um, EG. Uh, you know who I'm cheering for. Drip Recrypt, EG, and Classics. Um, yeah, the only reason I cheer for EG is because of Idra, so you can thank him. <laughs> Actually, no. Uh, there's a couple other StarCraft players I enjoyed as well. But uh, Is that a StarCraft reference? Oh, dude. All right. Well, you know, if you're this far in and you're still playing the ASAP Weekly Drinking Game, uh, this is your time. And also, the name of the episode will be... <laughs> um, all right. Uh, F3, the WSOE champs. Uh, flip side. Cluxier, uh, mm-hmm. Mystic, Speed. I'm just kind of moving through. I'm excited to see EG do uh, EG do uh, like do their best. I'm excited to see mm-hmm. Flipside, how they do in their second term in a row, if they can, you know. Speed remaining on the team. Speed it's remaining kinda... on the team. Um, well, yep. it makes sense at this point, right? Um, True. But uh, he is still under sub, is he not? For who, Speed? Yeah, yeah, he's, they're still borrowing him. He's not on the order. Yeah, yet. he's on loan, I think, until they figure that mm-hmm. out. Um, TT, okay. which is, um, i trying to remember the name. Triple Trouble. Yeah. Triple Trouble. Triple Trouble, um, which was Red Reserve before. You are correct. You are but correct. then now, because they lost mm-hmm. Speed, they have Cassian, but Speed isn't really lost. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe with the org change, I think now his contract is up. So he, okay. I think he's just kind of a free agent. But uh, I think I, he'll I be. I would right. expect if they do well again that he'll be picked up for more extensive yep. contract. So he's kind of on loan from nobody at this point. Um, <laughs> then we is. got PSG, uh, which is always mm-hmm. cool to see the football, soccer, you know, team mm-hmm. uh, having a team. Farah, Josette, Fruity. Uh, I know Combo. You did speak uh, quite highly of them last time we talked about stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Related to this team, Savage. This will be a really good one. Um, Bluey Devo Alpha Fifty Four. Um, they were the orc that was, uh, you know, kind of screwed over in WSOE, uh, playing at like three AM or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And also the team that was rumored to have some kind of Barcelona tie. Um, nothing has yes. come of that quite yet, so that'll be something I look out for. Uh, G two. My boy Rizzo, all right, JNFs, Chicago. They did, th- you know, they got third, fourth, WSOE. They, they kind of showed up. Uh, so that'll be good uh, to see how they do. Chicago kind of fitting into that new team. And the last one, Taurus Legion. Uh, I don't know anything about them. I don't know if Combo does. That's my reference here. Nope, I no. do not know anything. All right, so there's a couple new, There's a couple really stacked teams. There's a couple teams we don't quite know about, but they did qualify through the qualifiers. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe maybe a chance for these teams to kind of show themselves. Um, maybe these are teams we'll see in the, um, is it, uh, the, what's what's the league below RLC? Is it RLRS? RLRS. I, you know, I'm uh, forgetting my letters. Um, so um, maybe these little teams will pop up there. So it might be cool to see them play against the RLCS teams. Um, yeah, I think that's good. I think I'm quite excited for the tournament. I'm sure I'll be watching. Uh, maybe we'll take some notes. Um, I don't think we'll be as <laughs> as invested as we were in WSOE. Um, I don't know if we quite have the time to that, but I will definitely be watching as much as I can. Hopefully you guys will be too. Um, I will not be, but I will try to catch up on the VODs. Um, yeah, well, you know, especially if you're playing that tournament. Um, so, uh, when are we getting our, our boy back? Yeah, when are we getting MD back? Um, so you will finish... know by tonight or tomorrow morning, so yeah. hopefully you know, your, you know for your boy. All right, let's finish <laughs> it up here. Uh, it's been a great episode. I think it, it's really cool. We talked about our replay. Hopefully you mm-hmm. got some tips there. We talked about that whole LAN experience. I'm sure a lot of people find that fascinating. Um, the fact you play against, uh, you know, the former uh, world champ, Lachino. Lachino. Uh, that is my bad. <laughs> Don't disrespect his name. Don't disrespect <laughs> the marquee. All right. Um, and then and then uh, we finished off so kind of previewing hack. our dream hack. Yep. Uh, so I think yep. we're good. Uh, any 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 things you, you, you two want to say? So I hope I didn't bore you with Montreal stories too much. No, I think I think I think it was great. All right, actually, one last thing. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. I think we need one more Podbean one more. follower. All right. <laughs> I need one of you to make a Podbean account, even if you're never gonna use Podbean in your life. All right. And then I think we can take the artifact top spot. And I'm gonna ask the Rocket League team because the Rocket League, you know, the Rocket League listeners have been loyal. Um, so if you're this far in, if you're still listening, then you're definitely loyal, right? It's been, it's been quite a, quite, you know, one hell of a show, if I might say so myself. Um, so, uh, if you're still listening, definitely follow us at Podbean. Five-star review on iTunes so people can actually find us there. Uh, that'd be good. Um, I think we also just recently, um, we got like Google Play and uh, some other stuff. So, uh, if you listen, uh, listen through other means you know you, you have you have the google play um i think it's tune in radio if you listen through other means you might be able to it might be available there so that's preferable to you you can go see if we are uh on there uh, except for or that from all of us here platforms. <laughs> yeah from all of <laughs> us here um you know uh i hope that all of you have a wonderful week and all right so this is what i want you to do all right i usually leave it off with something i want you to do right so mm-hmm. your homework for this week, okay? Oh no, always homework. <laughs> There's always homework. Um, is to in Rocket League, all right? Uh huh. If there's a player that is toxic, I want you to oh. wish their mother a lovely day. All right? That oh. is my challenge to you. Okay, wait. I before we leave, um, <laughs> about this, <laughs> I played uh, earlier today with okay. uh, with my roommate. And it was the first time he'd ever opened the game. Um, so we played some casuals. Why are you, you should have brought this up when I said, do you have any final thoughts? All right, keep going. I didn't think of it. I, was, I only thought of it when you saw the toxic, said the toxic player. And now it's sad because I could have done this challenge so easily, but I was less than 12 hours off. <laughs> um, this one player that we, uh, we queued into, he was 
so angry this entire time because it, like uh, my roommate's a completely new player. Um, my unranked is, I don't know, probably in gold because I never play unranked. Uh, and he was just really mad because we, I was basically dunking on him and just destroying him. And he stayed for three different matches. And oh. <laughs> he got so mad and was every single time he was spamming what a save and he was uh, he was like close one, close one, nice shot on every single missed shot. He was he was a very angry person and it felt pretty bad. But by the, uh, by the second game, I was kind of uh, egging him on a little bit. I should have should have wished his mother. So we're here. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna cut you off there. So yep. we're here saying let's kind of bring back the pause rocketivity. All right. Yep. Um, Especially with, in casuals. It's I want you to grant, or maybe you know what? Maybe not. We're not gonna we're not gonna be mother. All right. You know, maybe mm -hmm. maybe maybe they're going through a tough time. Maybe some. Maybe tell them. I hope your loved ones are having a wonderful day. That's the that's Ooh, the challenge. That works better. I wow. like that. Um, okay. You know, you don't know family situations, all that. Exactly. So, True. Um, make, wish their loved ones a great day. If they don't mm -hmm. have any loved ones, I don't know what to tell you. Um, wish them. They kind of have finding, a reason to be angry, maybe. <laughs> wishing them finding people that care about them, and then mm -hmm. hoping that those people have a lovely day. Although that might get passive aggressive. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> all of you, it's been great. See you next week. Bye. Bye.